Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And, you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? (laughs) Or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry with the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, back and ready, okay? Last week we had a blimp. We're going to talk about it. Don't even worry about it. Of course, I'm going to give you the whole emotional rundown and all that good shit because we love it. We love it here. But I wanted to start by asking if anybody else finds this like so fucking satisfying. But you know when you drive up, like, you know, when you're like driving home or something and you pull up like as like and right as you park like the song ends that just happened to me and I just feel like it really changed the game I was already in a pretty good mood today but I feel like that just like tipped it off to a whole new fucking level like she is thriving she's the queen of the world she is that bitch because I was listening to Backstreet Boys The Call which is weird because you know anything about cheating really just fucking sends me over the edge because I get so stressed and nervous about it and it's not just like me I just like don't want any of my friends to be cheated on ever you know like I don't want them to get hurt I don't want me to get hurt like whatever you know what I mean like we don't, I don't need to explain to you why I don't like cheating. I feel like that's an obvious thing. I don't know why I just went to an explanation, but it's fine. Here we are. This is my podcast. Um, <laughs> but okay. Anyways, but I love that. I fucking love that song. I can't. It slaps. I hate it, but it slaps. And um, it ended like right as I pulled up and I was feeling a little low energy. Like I'm exhausted. Obviously, I've been fucking depressed. As I mentioned, I have been so anxious. My brain is working overtime. She was like, you know what? I see seasonal depression. Like, I see you. I'm going to rate, I'm going to take it up a notch. I'm going to take it up a notch. I'm going to overthink like you have never overthought before, which is coming a lot for me, seeing as I overthink just about everything that happens in my life. And I, nah, I couldn't. And then, so, you know, obviously there's stages of when you're feeling like a depressed bitch, like I was. It's like, at some point, you you hit a, a moment where you're like, OK, I, I'm really fucking over this. Right. Like that's kind of where I was last week. I was like, I'm so fucking over this shit. Like I'm tired of crying. I'm tired of being sad and then not crying. Like I was I was like that part where you're like numb and you're just kind of stuck there. If you don't experience depression, I feel very happy for you. And I just want you to know, like, please do not be alarmed by whatever is coming out of my mouth. Like it's fine. It's not that rare. Okay. It's fine. We're, we're, we're thriving. Did you not hear? I like the music was in me and I literally pulled up and, and by the way, before that I was listening to send it on. If you don't know what send it on is, if immediately you are not transformed by the fact that I just said I was listening to send it on, we, we, we need a chat. Send it on, on and on. Just one hand can heal another. Come on. The iconic Disney Channel classic of the Jonas Brothers, Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, and Miley motherfucking Cyrus. Like, come on. That song was a classic. I just, I lately I've been letting my my songs just go for shuffle. I'm a shuffling bitch these days. I'm like, you know what? We're doing it. We are going to take risks. We're going to, it's going to pay off. And that song came on. I was like, oh 
absolutely yes. Like, um, and you remember at that time, like that was when the Miley Nick Selena scandal was going on. Like, basically, if you don't know, you know, like Nick and Miley were dating, and then at some point they broke up, and he was dating Selena Gomez, and it was very like Nick Carter. Uh, Lindsay Lohan, Hillary Duff, remember that shit? Like, oh, Aaron Carter. Did I say Aaron Carter or Nick Carter? Not, whatever. I, I think they're both off their rockers now. But anyways, I don't think this was what I was talking about at all to start. But I, I just need you to know I was in a better place. But here's the deal. Like, once I, I know the tools, okay? I know the tools to make myself feel better. But there's times where you're just too tired to even do the tools, okay? So then I decided, I was like, God, I need it, like, there is a source of this one. Like, I can tell that something triggered this. Like, I can just tell that there was something that just put me in this mood, you know? And obviously, it's like the holidays are never really my favorite. And, um, you know, that's not to be mean. Like, I love my family. It's not that. It's just, I don't know. I've just, it's it's tough. And, you know, I, I just love Halloween. I don't, you know, Christmas is hard. But, uh, anyways, I think there's just a lot of expectations. And I don't know. Sometimes it just makes me sad in general. But I was like, there's something else going on. And I knew that once I figured it out, that's when the tears were going to come. And the problem was, is that I figured it out like four minutes before I was supposed to go into a meeting. And it wasn't that I figured I had some epiphany. It was like friend of the podcast, Eloy, just texted me and was like, hey, are you OK? After I posted my like, hi, I'm depressed. I'm you're not getting a new episode this week. Um, spiel. And then for it just clicked. I was like, oh, my God. And basically, like someone said something to me that I just didn't think was going to affect me that bad. But it really kind of fucked my ass up. And like, here's the deal. I'm not going to get into what was said because I don't feel like that's relevant, because honestly, it it's more about how I reacted. And I I actually think that in the end, it it kind of like full circled of me. I think the fact that I cared so much about what was said kind of means that I actually am a caring person and shouldn't be worried, you know. But anyways, like I was like, oh, fuck, Eloy, that like that hurt. And I think what happened was basically, you know, without saying what was said, the way I felt about what was said is that I wasn't good enough. And I felt like I wasn't going to be good enough for anybody like not good enough for me, definitely not good enough for Scotland, not good enough for my friends. Like, I just felt very, like, less than. And I think the problem is, is, you know, we all have to work through our past traumas here. And I feel like as far as with the breakup this year, I feel like I'm in this really good place. And I definitely, I mean, it's, I don't, I feel very over him, obviously, but there's things that happen that I think are just lingering. And I think I'm just working through those. So for me, it was hard to not believe for a long time that the reason that my ex wasn't coming home and the reason that he wasn't choosing me and the reason that, you know, we weren't working out was because I wasn't good enough. And I think that spiral for me was a lot of being together, like a lot of the sadness I had when we were together. It was a lot of what we broken up. And, you know, I hadn't felt that way for a while. Like, I mean, obviously dating's hard and it kind of like totally fucks with you in the way of like people are ghosting you left and right. You never really know what's going to happen. But like I hadn't felt like that, not to sit here and be like, I was too good for every guy I dated. Like not that. Like that's not what I mean. It's just more like I hadn't felt 
like I wasn't going to be enough for anybody until that this week and last week. And I was like, oh, like, this is not a fun feeling. I do not enjoy this at all. And then, you know, then I had to deal with all the past stuff. And I feel like, you know, I I just kind of shut out all my tools and then I just like kicked it back up a notch. And so, you know, I'm really glad I like forced myself to go out on Wednesday. I did the um, beer and cheese pairing at Altamont Beer Works. If you're not from Northern California, probably not the East. If you're not from the East Bay either, maybe you haven't been to Altamont Beer Works. But in my opinion, they're one of the best breweries in Livermore. And there are several. So I feel like I can say that upon, you know, if you're like, they have one fucking brewery in Livermore, Ashley. But there are a few. I love Altamont. Always been a big fan. I love Shadow Puppet too. But they did this beer and cheese pairing. And it was so fun with this place called the Cheese Parlor that they're opening up in Livermore. And if you know me, your bitch loves cheese. So I was like, I love cheese. I love beer. Um, I went with my second family, the Macias's. It was so fun. It was like a fun Wednesday night out. Totally like got me in like good spirits. And then I just kind of like declined again. But I feel like we're back up. And, you know, I talked to a bunch of my friends and, you know, they hyped me up, which is great. Like, God, it's just so nice to have like friends like good friends you know even if I'm even if I didn't text my friends and was like hey I'm sad but I still like text them something and they just were like excited with me and I just really appreciated that I just love that like I love when my friends get hyped with me because honestly for me like nothing makes me more hyped than my friends successes and I just I I saw this TikTok about this recently where um, one girl was saying like one of the keys to her happiness is like genuinely being happy for her friends and I was like no this is so fucking real like this is so real I feel like the people that I know that are the most miserable in life are not happy for other people. Like they can't figure out how to do that. And they're like, it's constantly like competition or comparing and shit like that. And it's like, no, like I'm so hyped for my friends. Like my friends are out here getting fucking married and having babies and like starting new careers and going back to school and finishing school and like being fucking strong, independent bitches. Like I'm just so fucking proud, like moving, like my friends are moving this year. Like I just feel like in 2021, I have a lot to say about my own obvious like, accomplishments, but I can't help but like feel so excited about all my friends and they just really hype me up. So I just feel like if you are surrounded by people who are not making you feel like that and aren't making you feel good, like you need new people. You need new people in your life. OK, like this is this is the 2022 goal for you. Like we're leaving trash people with the trash that was 2021. You know what I mean? So anyways, I wasn't expecting this to be a full spiral in the beginning here, but I just wanted you to know that I'm doing better. And I really appreciate every appreciate everybody's really nice comments on my Instagram post. And I'm glad you're with me. I just like to be honest because, you know, like growing up, like I grew up in a household where we did talk about mental health. And it wasn't this big topic of conversation amongst my friends, though. But as I got older, it got, you know, more and more talked about. And I feel like I felt more and more comfortable. And then that made it feel like I could live with it. You know what I mean? So I just want everybody to feel that way. Like you're not alone and it doesn't have to be this big, scary thing. Like we can we can do it together. And this is where I end the preachy part because I also have some confessions to make. I forgot to fucking wife trap. Okay. Listen, I did this whole fucking episode about the wife trapping. And then I was like, oh, I have to bake because I went to this really fun cookie exchange. My friend Aaron hosted a cookie exchange party at her house. I was the first time I've ever done something like that. So we all brought like different kinds of cookies that we made. And then we all got to take them home, which was so fun. I, I had a blast at this. I had so much fun. And but like, I totally fucking baked. Okay. 
I baked one set and my mom baked another set of the cookies. Like, let's be honest. Uh, it was a busy week. Okay. But I was like, oh, fuck, I totally forgot the whole like wife trapping part of this shit. And like, you know, I would have worn my little apron. I would have looked so fucking cute. But no, she was slacking on life and forgot to wife trap. But here's the deal also is that, you know, the one guy that I talked to doesn't follow me on social media. And do I find that super fucking annoying? Of course. Here's the deal. Scotland's in Scotland. So I don't know if he'll listen to this episode. So I feel like this is the one where he can really get away with shit. And so I'm just going to say that I think it's annoying. I mean, it's fine. I get it. But also, like, support the hustle. I'm out here trying to have, like, followers and, like, be an influencer. Okay? And also... I try really hard to look good in my pictures and no, they're not all they're not for, you know, the male gaze or whatever you want to call it. But it'd just be nice if I put all this effort into looking this good. It would just be nice if like the person I think is hot sees that I'm hot. You know what I mean? I'm just saying just saying I feel like this is going to get me into trouble. Maybe this is why I didn't I don't remember if I said this on the last episode, (laughs) but I whatever I'm keeping it Um, because, yeah, it's fine. And uh, so I I also just want to be cautious about what I just said in the way of being like, I was trying to wife trap because he already called me out on that already because he's like, huh, I listen to your podcast. I know you're like trying to get married. And I was like, I'm not trying. It's not. OK, listen, when I talk about the husband hunt and the husband hustle and the wife trapping, that does not mean that I'm out here trying to get married like fucking tomorrow. OK, I just this is what I said to him. I said, I my feelings on marriage is this. I did not go through being a bridesmaid slash maid of honor 12 times to not have a wedding for it not to be my turn. That's bullshit. I'm constantly like when I got sick, when I got stung by the stingray and I thought I was going to die, you know, like remember that, um, which, by the way, that's not even dramatics. Like, the the fucking poison was going to my heart. Like, it was, we were dying. And um, I was like, oh, my God. I'm never going to fucking get married. I'm not going to get the wedding. Like, listen, I know it's not about the wedding. Obviously, I can't wait to have, like, a soulmate for life. All right? But that whole shit isn't as fun as me talking about the wedding part. I just feel like I picked up all this knowledge. I'm just, like, this collection of wedding knowledge. And then you're going to tell me I don't get a wedding? Bullshit. And I'm not I don't even think like I'm at 12 right now, but that's not to say that's where she's stopping. I still think there's bitches on deck. Okay, I see a few of you. I never assume I'm in anyone's wedding, but there's a few people who haven't are not engaged right now that I'd be like, oh, you know, you don't want you don't want all this. You don't want 12 time MVP. You know what I mean? Anyways, this is getting too cocky. We need to calm down. Post depression. Ashley is on a rampage. Um, Anyways, so, yes, I forgot to wife trap. Okay. I, so this is the problem with not doing an episode because I feel like I just have so much to talk to you guys about. And then it's like, well, fuck, we got to squeeze it all in. So this might be a long one, but whatever. We're on a we're on a ride. The other thing that happened was we had our company holiday, not our company holiday party, just like our team had a little holiday party on Monday. And it was really funny because I did this TikTok about the last time I drank with my coworkers, like all of them, I ended up in an elevator crying. And that is a true story. Uh, I did do that. And so I was like, this year, like, let's not. Okay, like, let's not be dramatic. Like, let's just be on your best behavior. And I was, I wouldn't say my, 
I mean, I did drink a lot, but like I was still I wasn't like a mess. OK, but here's the deal. And in typical Ashley form, the podcast came up. I mean, obviously, like I said, did Scotland have a good point when he said, if you don't want people to listen to your podcast, like don't talk about it, like when he was talking about dating. And if I didn't want my coworkers to listen to the podcast, maybe I shouldn't have brought it up. But here's the deal. I love this podcast like more than a lot of things. And I just want it to be successful. So, you know, I opened the door. The door has been open. So I don't know if my coworkers are going to listen. I know a few already listen and like, but we're on that level. But I was like, here's the deal. You can absolutely listen to it. You're just going to learn some stuff, you know. But then again, I feel like I would probably have talked about having, you know, to get <laughs> a panic vagina wax um, at the table. So I don't know. I feel like I don't I don't know if it's too different than talking to me in real point. And I will tell that story at the end of the podcast. I'm sorry, Dad, I snuck that one in early. But uh, yeah, so if. If you are my coworker, welcome to I'm Sorry What the Podcast um, with Ashley Sleek. It is going to be a wild ride. Maybe you should just stop when I make my dad stop. I don't know. I don't know. Um, either way. Okay, I have two questions of the week because I doubled up, okay? Because last week I asked about what people's favorite Christmas song was. Because I believe that the Christmas song, the creme de la creme, is My Only Wish by Britney Spears. I feel like it does not get the hype it deserves. That is one of the best Christmas songs of all time. And you know, I don't I don't fuck with Christmas songs that hard, but I fuck with Britney Spears' My Only Wish this year. That song, listen, Santa, can you hear me? I've got one wish. Tell me my true love this year. That would be nice. That would be very convenient. That would help in the dating phase. Santa's just like, here you go, girl. Here it is. Just find this person. That's your truth. Like that. I hear you, Brittany. It'd be really fucking nice to just know. Uh, so then I asked what people's like favorite songs were. So Mariah Carey, Oh Holy Night, um, Baby It's Cold Outside, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer was my favorite answer. That was a 10 out of 10 for me. Um, this Christmas. And then I got an answer about, you know, what they didn't know what their favorite one was, but their least favorite was um, Bob Dylan's version of Must Be Santa, which I, I've i never heard. Right. But then I was like, OK, well, now I got to fucking ask people's least favorite. Oh, and I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. My dad didn't play by the rules. And he because I, I called him out. You know, you know, my dad's a big fan of the podcast. He's been a guest star. But apparently, since I brought him on, he thinks he's too fucking good to answer question of the week. I'm like, why do you never answer question of the week? And then he's like, oh, I never really have an answer. So then he gave me an answer. He gave me an answer this week or last week. He said the greatest Christmas song is when it's done by the Eagles, in his opinion. So I can't I can't let him like not can't not answer. OK, for him. So then I asked, obviously, what is everyone's least favorite Christmas song? And my dad did tell me this one in person, but I can't remember what it is. And that's on. You know, that that's that that's on you not answering the correct way on Instagram. So anyways, um, that one Beatles song, Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time is annoying. Happy Christmas. War is over. I don't know. I don't know what that song is. Um, the Hawaiian one. Fuck that one. I hate it. Grinds my ears. I'm like, I can't even remember which one that one is. That's how out of it I am. Silent Night. 
damn, taking down a church classic here on I'm Sorry What the Podcast. You're ruthless. Um, this was one of my favorite answers. The 12 Days of Christmas. Who would want any of those gifts? You don't want 10 geese a laying? Laying down sick beats? I don't know. I hate myself for that joke. Frosty the Snowman. Oh, Frosty the Snowman. All of them. You know what? I'm not I'm not going to hate on your hate. I'm not going to hate on your hate for that. Um, okay. I am going to run quickly through some hot gossip because I know we're already 22 minutes into the podcast, but I just I just have to say a few things. Miley and Pete Davidson's being together to do New Year's Eve is a dream. It's it's a fever dream come true for sure. I think that they are um, that's an amazing pair and I can't fucking wait to watch that hopefully fingers crossed um and also they're not dating so like let's listen I'm not ready for Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian to be over so I need y'all to shut the fuck up with the Miley Cyrus rumors like I'm pretty sure she made a joke about it on SNL but I don't I wasn't like really listening but listen I I gotta be I gotta be for this Kim K Pete Davidson I know you hate me for it I know you're like what the fuck but I I ship it. I live I live and breathe it. This is listen, Kim Kardashian, even though I'm a Swifty, one of my favorite Kim Kardashian moments was her like exposing Taylor Swift. It was just a pop culture phenomenon. Like it was just a for a celebrity gossip person, like that that was the equivalent of like a some something exciting happening in sports. I do love sports, but I'm thinking like, who's someone who's like never won the Super Bowl before and then them just like winning? I feel like the Dolphins don't win a lot. I feel like I'm going to get heat for that. They probably won and I don't know, but I'm just going to make an assumption that the Dolphins have like never won a Super Bowl and then they win one and you're just like, oh my God, this is sports history. That is the equivalent to me of when Kim Kardashian exposed Taylor Swift and then Taylor Swift exposing back. Like that was just... It was groundbreaking, right? So now Miss Kim Kardashian's like moving on with her life. She's out of Kanye's web and and she goes for Pete Davidson. Come on. Come on. It's just so good. Um, also, a Big Time Rush is back. I love that. I love that. Th- these reboots, I'm not I'm not even mad about. It. The reboot I'm mad about is Sex in the City, because what the fuck? I I don't even watch the show. It got spoiled for me in like two fucking seconds on TikTok. And I'm like, yikes. Oh, also, um, I don't know if you saw this on my Instagram, but Kanye West is apparently trying so hard to get Kim Kardashian back. And she's like, no, bitch. And I'm "Ah, I love it. Yay. I love it. Also, Josh Peck is going to be starring on the um, not starring. He's having a guest spot on iCarly season two. And I'm very excited, although I did have to stop watching iCarly. I was watching it at my sister's house because my brother-in-law has Paramount Plus, which is very exciting. And I went back to watch it like this week because I was staying there again. And I have just like this really hard time watching awkward girl things that like I know are wrong. Like she basically in this episode, she starts to date this guy and he is like, oh, every Sunday I have dinner with my grandma. And she's like, I want to go to dinner with your grandma. And he's like, oh, you know, I don't know about that. And she's like, no, like, I should come. He's like, maybe it's too soon. And she takes that as an invitation to keep going, which I'm like, 
oh god like it just made me so like i can't handle watching people do embarrassing shit it's like my life is so embarrassing already it's just like he set a boundary and she just like didn't listen and then i'm sure what happens is like well she then offers to like host because he's like her place is small and she's like you can come here and i'm sure she like fucks up dinner or something but it's just like it's so uncomfortable for me. It's so it's one of the reasons I don't watch rom-coms because I just can't fucking handle it. Like I can't something or something awkward always happens. I did watch Holiday and that was good. It was good. But also like then I get too romantic and I get overwhelmed. And I'm like, I want it. Um, But so it, like it just doesn't help. Also, I do. The re- other reason to watch a rom-com, though, is to see what is deemed as crazy, you know, like, I'm like, oh, what qualifies this di- these days as, like, a crazy girl? Like, I feel like I should take notes. Although, the crazy girl does always end up with somebody. So I feel like, be yourself. We are on some weird fucking tangents today. I feel like I'm just on one. Anyway, so Josh Peck is going to come and be a guest star on iCarly. And if you don't know why that's significant, it's because um, Josh was on Drake and Josh and Miranda Cosgrove played their sister which and she's iCarly you know um and obviously Drake Bell was not invited because he's in jail I think and also I'm sure we're gonna get some weird Twitter rant about it so can't wait for that listen if you have talked to me over the past year then you know there's only one thing that has been saving my 2021 and that is my Keith Justo bread club subscription you guys This is the best thing that's ever happened. I know that's dramatic, but hear me out. You get monthly two baguettes, one sourdough loaf, and then like a monthly loaf, which is different. And it's always something super fun. And my family and I fight over this shit all the time. And it drives me crazy because I'm like, listen, only one of us is playing for the dough here. I'm bringing in the dough. I'm ordering the dough. Don't touch my bread club. It's come in handy so many times because... I'm the kind of girl who's never going to show up to a party empty handed. And I always bring a bottle of wine, but now I'm like upgraded because I'll just slice up my baguette, bring some salami and cheese and bam. It's like, hi, I brought wine and classy charcuterie and the literal best sourdough bread you're ever going to have in your life. You're welcome. You will not be disappointed in this bride club. Sign up now. You can get 50% off your first box using promo code SLEEK because you know your girl's going to hook you up, S-L-E-E-K. And you can sign up at kgbreadclub.com or you can follow the link in my bio at Ashley Sleek. It's been so bizarre not having my phone like crap out on me in the middle of the podcast. Like this is so fun. I'm so glad I got a new phone. That's so fun for me. What a journey. It was expensive and I definitely didn't have the money for it, but I'm glad we made decisions anyways. You know what I mean? Um, Hi. I was thinking about something the other day about dating. And obviously, like at, at, at this point right now, I am only talking to one singular man. I was thinking about like because I have been really unmotivated to work out and that has nothing to do with like talking to someone. But it's just like. Uh, please refer to the beginning of this podcast where I talked about how I was like a depressed mess because like all of November I think there was only two days in November I didn't work out and I was like yes she is on fire and then I just died my flame went out so I was like getting motivated again and I was like you know what I would do if I was like dating I mean I'm still dating okay like relax but if I was still like on Bumble like fuck getting each other's numbers share your workouts with me you got an Apple watch fuck yeah Because you know what? Like, nothing's going to motivate my ass more than trying to prove that I'm not, like, lazy. You know what I mean? And I just feel like that is a strategy. And I'm not saying that you need to work out to impress a guy, okay? Like, let's relax. Listen, I'm a feminist. Don't fucking come for me, okay? All I'm saying is that I think that this is a strategy 
and I, I, I just, you know, I, I think that it would be helpful. I feel like, you know, the second I got a guy, like if I want to have sex with a guy and he had my workouts, well, I'm trying to prove that I work out so he knows that I can fucking perform. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, I feel like, I feel like this is an underrated strategy and I'm, I'm standing by it. So you know, if if I end up going back on the dates, I think in my profile, I'm just going to be like, let's share activity. <laughs> let's start New Year's resolutions together. But I mean, the hope is that I, I don't go back. But uh, maybe Scotland will share his his workouts with me. I don't know. But I just think that that's a really good fucking strategy. And we should we should think more about it. OK, <clears throat> I know I mentioned this earlier, but let me tell you about my panic vagina wax, because I feel like. The people of Lunchbox in Dublin, California, have really just had my back in a way that's very special. Because here's the deal. Like, I didn't think I would see Scotland before he went to Scotland. Like, that was kind of the deal. That was kind of the arrangement, you know, with like COVID and everything. And then he was like, hey, there's a chance that maybe I can see you the Sunday before I leave. And I was like, what's the percentages? Like, what's the percent? And I think he hit me with like a 75. And I was like, that's enough for me. Because I didn't think, I didn't think I was going to see anybody. And I was only talking to him and he was leaving the country. So obviously I was like, you know what, vagina, you let your freak flag fly. I'm just, gonna, you do you. You, you, you just act the way you want to act. And we'll wax your ass up once we like, get back in the game. Okay. And then I was like, oh shit. And this was like, I want to say this was Wednesday or Thursday that he said that. And I had like a party on Saturday and like Friday I was working all day and I was like, oh my God. So I call lunchbox box in this fucking panic. And I was like, I need an eyebrow wax. I need a vagina wax. And at first they only had two separate appointments, like a 530 and a 745. And I said, I don't care. I will sit in the parking lot. Like I, and I know, listen, this is no shade to anyone who's going grizzly. I support you. You do you. For me personally, like, I don't know. Now I'm just not a grizzly girl anymore. I know in the back in the day, I used to act like I used to be a grizzler. But like, I feel like that was more because I didn't care, <laughs> which is probably not your guys' excuse. But I feel like I shouldn't know my relationship was over when I just like really didn't give a fuck about what was going down downstairs. You know what I mean? So anyways, um, hi, <laughs> exposure 101. Anyways, I just wanted a nice clean vagina just in case I got banged. So I get to lunch backs at five o'clock. I was panicking. Like I literally told, this is why I was like, some of my coworkers know what's up. Cause I was like with my coworkers and I was like, you don't understand. Like I need to get out on time just in case like I got to get home and by some miracle of God because if you live in the Bay Area and you if you've ever driven from fucking San Leandro to Dublin you know that's a that it shouldn't be but it's a long fucking drive of traffic and I was like oh my God ah so anyways I um I hate that I just clapped in the mic sorry about that but anyways I was able to get my vagina wax all for by the way I didn't see him before but it's okay I, I I did it for me right um I did not but yeah the thing is though that really annoyed me is when I got my first vagina wax back in the day in the wonderful city of Santa Rosa California and I had a wax girl and I loved her you know the butthole was included and I'm just upset because it it's now an extended Brazilian and it cost me more money because I don't normally go for the butthole because I'm just like whatever but I was like you know it might be nice 
if you're dogging and you want like, I don't know, you want to like look at a nice butthole. I have no fucking idea. Uh, this is one of those things I'm like, I cannot believe I'm talking about this on a podcast that like it's going to be out to the public. And this is what I talk about when I'm like, oh, my coworkers are going to find this podcast. Oh, someday my future husband's family is going to find this podcast. But you know what? It's free. I do it for you guys. I do it for you guys. So anyways, I'm just like fucking pissed because I ended up having to pay. I got a full fucking vagina wax with a butthole wax and it cost me extra money. And I'm not mad at him for not being able to see him. I'm I'm just mad about the fact that it's an extended Brazilian. It just came with. It just came. That's like to me, it's like I've been buying Happy Meals my whole fucking life. And then all of a sudden I go to McDonald's and they're like, oh, no, no, the fries are extra. No, that's not how this works. Like this is a full Brazil. Do the back. Okay, you guys, <laughs> we're getting late into the podcast. I I have some other stuff I will save it for next week, okay? I, nothing that nothing that juicy, but I just, anyways, I had to tell you about my panic vagina wax. I, I really want to name, I really want to name this podcast panic vagina wax. Maybe I'll just name it a panic wax. Um, <laughs> that's the new coin I'm, ter- <sighs> Am I drunk? That's a new term I'm coining. Is that even the right? You know, I'm gonna stop talking. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a very controversial. I'm sorry, what it this week? And I this is gonna get me in trouble, but I'm doing it anyways. Here's the deal. I've been doing a lot of dog sitting. Okay, I've been dog sitting all month, and I think that this only bothered me with my own sister. Which, if you're a sister, you're gonna get what I'm saying. Okay, like when I'm watching your dog, I don't want to fucking see your vacation. Okay. I'm sorry. You're sending me pictures on the beach and your dog just shit in circles around me. I'm not even joking when I'm saying this. Her, my sister's dog pooped in a circle around me. She fucking was doing a seance with her shit with me in the middle. And at the same time this is happening, and I'm trying to figure out where to start in the circle to pick up the shit. I'm getting pictures of sunsets in Hawaii. No, I'm sorry. What? No, I don't want to fucking see your vacation. I'm literally the reason you're on vacation. It's because I'm watching your house and your dog. And then later that evening, I stepped in the dog shit in the kitchen. It's like, oh, okay. And, and, you know, I only say this might just be a sister thing. Might also just be that I was very tired. And I know this is a very rude fucking thing to say. Obviously, I'm super excited that my sister went on vacation. OK, uh, she's having a baby. They're having a baby moon because that's a thing. OK, and I don't know, like if I was going to shove a human being out of my vagina, I too would want a vacation. OK, so this is no shade to that. This is just a sister statement. And as the person who had to pick up the dog shit and then see you on a beach, you know, I don't think I want it. I don't want it. I don't want the picture. I'm in the family chat blowing up about the good time you're having. And I'm like working from home from your home. No, I don't want it. But the thing is, I say this because I say this because I think it's a sister thing because, you know, like Jenna was on vacation. I was like, oh, cute. Send me pics, you know, and I was like, whatever. But also maybe maybe I wasn't as jaded then. Maybe now I'm going in for my third round of dog sitting Um, this. I'm going to be there on Thursday. So I'll let you know if I still feel like a jaded little bitch. But I just feel like there's got to be someone out there that's thinking like, you know, I'm like dog sitting for a family member and they're like living their best. and I have to see pictures. And obviously one day, like I, too, hope to have a dog that people are watching. And I'm like, oh, do I send pictures? Sometimes I I don't know. It was just the fact that I was literally standing 
and her dog did the seance shit around me. And then I was getting pictures of Hawaiian sunsets. And we all know that I'm a little bitter about Hawaii because everybody in my family has gone. Like, this is Jillian and Matt's second time going this year. And listen, once again, I get it. They had a pandemic wedding. She's shoving a baby out of her vagina, okay? I'm not trying to be mean. But I'm just saying, from my point of view, my parents went to Hawaii. They went to Hawaii twice. And I'm just sitting here with no one to take me to Hawaii. And I'm like, Ugh. I'm left. Like, my parents left. I had to scoop the cat shit. And then my sister left. And I'm picking up her dog shit. It's like, oh, my God. Am I Cinderella? Hi. Where is the prince that's going to come sit? Where is my shoe? Okay. My shoes are covered in dog shit. This is such a mess. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Can you believe it? We are going through another year of I'm sorry what. And we are on episode 70 fucking six. Like we're so close to 100. I can't even believe it. Thank you for allowing me to have the space to have a mental health breakdown and be understanding and just feel with me. And I hope that anything I said resonated with you. And I just want you to know that like no matter what anybody says to you ever, you are enough. Okay. And you're actually more than enough. You're amazing and you're wonderful. And, you know, people will always have their opinions. And it's not about what they say. It's about how you let it affect you. And it's totally fucking normal for you to be upset about it. So don't like feel bad and like don't make yourself feel bad for feeling bad, if that makes sense. But just don't let it affect you that much. I hated that this like totally derailed my shit, you know, and I do think that at the end of the day, like I was just so concerned by what was said that I wasn't going to be a good like person or enough for someone that did mean I I cared enough. But anyways, I just I, I didn't like that. I didn't like those vibes for me. I'm leaving those vibes in 20 fucking 21. It is almost the new year, baby. We love a good reflection. We love it. All right, you guys. Thank you so much again for listening to this podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe and download. Follow me on all social media platforms. If you have not, at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's. Go get yourself some motherfucking bread club. We love bread club here. Support, support, support. Okay, bye.